Learning how to forgive others is an important part of the Christian faith, but maybe, as I discuss in this episode, it's even more important to learn how to be forgiven. Stay tuned. Hello, friends. Pastor Tim Westermeyer here, senior pastor of St. Philip the Deacon in the western suburbs of Minneapolis. Good to be with you, as always. I want to start today by drawing your attention. I've done this before to my Instagram um, channel. Is it called the channel or um, whatever, profile? Which, by the way, if you're not on Instagram, that's okay. And if you are, you can check it out if you want. But I'm sort of more self-reflecting on the kinds of things I post there, which tend, they're not exclusively this, but they tend to be uh, thoughtful quotes by Christians about life. And so very often we'll post a quote and then I'll say, wisdom from whoever the person happens to be. This past week, I posted something from someone who I'm quite sure I've not posted about before. His name is Charles Williams. Um, He's far less well-known than people like C.S. Lewis or J.R.R. Tolkien or Dorothy Sayers, but he was beloved by all of them. And at his death, and I mentioned this in the note to that post, um, C.S. Lewis actually um, edited a series of essays. It's literally called Essays Presented to Charles Williams, edited by C.S. Lewis, and it includes uh, contributions from Dorothy Sayers, J.R.R. Tolkien, uh, C.S. Lewis, Owen Barfield, um, and Lewis's brother, Warney, and one other as well. Um, And I mentioned that just to put this guy, Charles Williams, in some kind of context. And the truth is, I don't I'm not even sure how I stumbled on this quote. I was—I think I was looking for something else, honestly. But I'm going to read the quote for you. This is, again, from my Instagram post. <clears throat> Maybe we'll put it up here so you can see it or you can check it out on Instagram at Reflections on Faith. But here's the quote from Charles Williams. Here's what he says. He says, Many promising reconciliations have broken down because while both parties came prepared to forgive— Neither party came prepared to be forgiven. So many promising reconciliations have broken down because while both parties came prepared to forgive, neither party came prepared to be forgiven. The presumption there is I've had an issue with someone. I want to reconcile or I think I want to reconcile. And I want to come and be the big person and say, well, it's okay. You messed up, but I'm going to forgive you without recognizing that maybe I had something to do with why the relationship broke down as well, and I am just as in need of being forgiven as I am of doing the forgiving. Does that, did I say that right? I think I said that right. So anyway, that got me thinking. Again, I, I thought it was a great quote. I think there's a lot of truth and wisdom in that. I think it's connected with the sort of primal sin of pride. What? Me? I didn't make a mistake. It's all your fault. Um, And that got me thinking about a conversation I'd had with another staff member here who I I have permission to share this, Amanda Berger. Amanda has been on our staff for, um, gosh, 18 years probably. She's had a number of different roles right now. She's the editor of our uh, quarterly magazine, Inspire. Um, She currently leads our middle school and confirmation ministry. Um, She does some other things like social media. But the, the, the relevant point here is for the last year or a little more than a year, she has been studying to become a spiritual director. And so I reached out to her to confirm what I thought 
I heard her say when we talked about the start of that program she's in, and she's done a little bit, by the way, of uh, group spiritual direction here. She's doing some individual spiritual direction. I, I We're not quite sure how that's going to play out for us at St. Philip the Deacon. I have no doubt that the this, this studying she's doing will uh, be applied in all kinds of ways in the year, years ahead here at St. Philip the Deacon, which I'm very excited about. But what I recall her saying as she began that uh, study for for becoming a spiritual director was uh, to her surprise when they first met she and her cohort or her class the discussion wasn't at all about okay how can you be of service to other people how can you better listen to other people how can you engage other people the the initially the discussion was how can you future spiritual director better receive god's love yourself And it turns out, in the same way that that quote from Williams suggests, uh, our pride very often gets in the way of uh, recognizing that we have a need for that love uh, as we are, not as we want to project ourselves to be, but in all of our fallenness, in all of our brokenness, which we, we try to hide, I think, from the world. So along those lines, I want to share just a few thoughts. Um, This is Amanda's suggestion. This is from a book called, appropriately, Surrender to Love uh, by someone named David Benner, David G. Benner, B-E-N-N-E-R. So I'm going to read a couple things from this along that same line, right, that part of what we're called to do um, as Christians is not only in the mission statement of, reach, of St. Philip Deacon, reach out, proclaim, inspire, or as I've talked about before, the, 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 the Christian life or the Christian community is invited to do three things, worship, um, evangelize, and serve the poor. Those are all sort of active kind of things, right, which are meaningful and important. But before we do any of those, first, we're invited to recognize that I a fallen and broken and imperfect person am in need of receiving God's love, you know? So here are a few quotes, and then I'm going to end with a prayer as a kind of devotion for the day, which Amanda has said um, has come up in almost every session that she's uh, done uh, as a student, for as a spiritual director. So again, this first from this book, uh, Surrender to Love. All of this is around the same topic I've been circling around. Genuine transformation requires vulnerability. It is not the fact of being loved unconditionally that is life-changing. It is the risky experience of allowing myself to be loved unconditionally. Allowing myself to be vulnerable enough for that. Paradoxically, he goes on, no one can change until they first accept themselves as they are. Self-deceptions and an absence of real vulnerability block any meaningful transformation. It is only when I accept who I am that I dare to show you that self in all its vulnerability and nakedness, right? Again, that theme of um, I'm worried about showing you or showing God who I really am because it means that I will be naked and vulnerable, But only then, continuing this reading, do I have the opportunity to receive your love in a manner that makes a genuine difference. And then the final line from this book that I'll read, I love this. I may even post this on my Instagram feed. Daring to accept myself and receive love for who I am in my nakedness and vulnerability is the indispensable precondition for genuine transformation which, by the way, turns out is really hard. 
you know, and so maybe that's going to be the subject of another um, podcast. But for today, I will end with this prayer, which um, I'd invite you to sit with maybe as your devotion for this day or for this week as a way of, of maybe letting go of some of the need to control uh, and allowing yourself to receive uh, the love that God so desperately wants to give to you. So this prayer is called the Welcoming Prayer uh, by a gentleman who I, I'm told is very well known in spiritual, spiritual direction circles named Thomas Keating. So here's our, our devotion or our prayer for today. Welcome, welcome, welcome. I welcome everything that comes to me today because I know it's for my ultimate good. I welcome all thoughts, feelings, emotions, persons, situations, and conditions. I let go of my desire for power and control. I let go of my desire for affection, esteem, approval, and pleasure. I let go of my desire for survival and security. I let go of my desire to change any situation, condition, person, or myself. I open to the love and presence of God and God's action within. And I do hope you can open yourself to that today. And with all God's people, we say, Amen. As always, thanks for being with me. Be well, stay in touch, and God bless. 